Hello, everybody, and welcome to Eurochat. My name is Ken Sweeney. I'm chief editor of Europe United. This is episode 15 of our Eurochat series. With me tonight, I have my co-Europe United man, Christos Muzaveros. Muzaveris. You always let me just get it wrong before I even say it's it. It's very hard to surname, so you know. It's and you know... Ever since that time you did the first podcast, you've always had me in my head as Musivirus. Because uh, some of my former colleagues were making fun of me and they, ca- they called me Mouse Virus. <laughs> mouse Virus. <laughs> now that one's going to be stuck in my head as well. Exactly. Oh, God. Okay, guys, thank you very much for coming along and listening to us. We have a very special guest tonight. But before we get our guest first, I want to let you know that all our podcasts are presented in cooperation with the Communicating Europe Initiative. The CEI was established in 1995 to raise awareness about the European Union and to improve quality and access of public information on European issues. So we important that we get that out and we let everybody know. Our guest tonight is investigative journalist. His name is Jitan Kichi, and he is founder of the Albanian Citizen Club, which is an NGO concerned with Albanian culture and civic rights and duties and integration of Balkans in EU immigration and asylum rights. Jitan, welcome to Eurochat. Welcome, Jitan. Oh, thank you for having me, guys. Oh, it's a pleasure. Jitan, we have you here tonight, of course. Obviously, we're going to talk about your role in your organization, but I'm keen to um, ask your opinion on the recent decision by the European Commission with regards to accession for Albania and North Macedonia. The decision was, I partly, as far as I know, it was vetoed by a number of um, nations. That's Primarily right. France. Yeah. Mainly France. Yeah. Yeah. First thoughts, what was your opinion on that? Uh, I think that Albania, uh, if we want to, if we want to say the the real truth about this, Albania is not ready to get in but not for the reasons that the three countries refused to do. So uh, if we see Holland and Denmark and France refusing Albania to get into the negotiations of Mm -hmm. the EU, not just in EU, uh, it's like we don't care about your situation, we just care about us. And if I can elaborate on that, it's like, uh, France doesn't want the Albanians in for one single reason. And uh, I have spoken about this so many, many times and the people think that it's not so. But uh, let's say that we will have Albania, Macedonia, Kosovo and Montenegro in the EU in mm-hmm. one day. Okay, And do you see these four countries have the majority or, or uh, let's say a good portion of them are of the Albanian uh, origin. So we have half of the Macedonians are Albanian. The Kosovo is is Albanian. Albania is is Albanian. And we have the Montenegro, a, a good portion of them are Albanian. It means that if we have these four countries into the EU, we will will have four four Albanian votes four countries that will vote Albanian for many reasons. Let's say if you see the Macedonians and Kosovo and Albania, they they are similar in the economy, the culture, the interests and everything else. So for, for uh, Holland and, and Denmark and France, this is a big problem because it means that uh, France, a big nation, will have a single vote and Albanians, a small nation, will have four votes. And this is why Macron stressed out that we need reforms before this country get in. 
so it's uh, basically France against Albanian uh, interest, or how is Albanian interest different than the ones in France and and, and Danish interest, no, for example? No, it's like it's like uh, you will will have four votes that are of of Albanian interest. Let's say against uh, France, that is one, and and big nations that have just a single vote. So are we talking about and something that, like what would happen in the Eurovision? So like where you have yeah the yeah. same thing. So you same have like thing. the voting for the neighbors, so to speak. Yeah, but it goes by yeah, by, by population. So if France has a bigger population than all those four countries together, then they should have more more votes in the e- European Parliament. Yes, I know that. But when it comes to to do, let's say veto, oh, veto. or something. Okay. They will, and you will have four countries, not just one. But uh, this is just a, a cons- conspiracy for the moment, so let's not go on about this. Uh, the, the most important thing that I see is that the right uh, uh, wing in France got hold of the political political decision. So you think that I, he was pressurized by a large of the right wing element to say, hold your tracks, too much integration? Yeah, not 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 that only, but you can still see that uh, the Albanians are the third or the first uh, ethnicity asking for asylum mm-hmm. in France, and they have a high uh, rate of of acceptance. So it means that my country is not yet ready to ac- to be a member, and I say this with my full mouth. But it's not for these reasons that they refused Albania. So if somebody will ask me, would it be good for Albania to get in? Yes and no. We are a small country with very little economy. If we get in at this moment, we are going to be sold out. The money from France and Germany and Italy will come in and buy everything. And this is my sound a little bit like nationalistic uh, point of view but uh, it happened when we started to sell out our big companies like the the telecom was sold to the turks the oil of albania was sold to another company and you see all these big big assets going out and i don't like this thing and it's not just me but it's like everybody else is the public opinion albania against eu membership yeah. or, or for uh, for it no it's about the selling of our national interests so the albanians want to be in eu but they don't want to be sold out like uh, so many countries and th- the most important thing is that I see at this moment now everybody is saying if they don't want us let's not go there will it be another Turkey then Turkey was trying to get into the EU for so many years and they closed the door and then it turned out towards Russia so could Albania do something like similar no I don't think so we don't have a good relation as a as a nation with the Turks the the government has a really cozy thing with them but the the people, no, I, I don't think so. But the Turks have a way of getting in, okay? They got in with the company, the phone company, the main phone company in Albania. It's called Alt Telecom. Uh, they got on with a, a few big uh, companies that were state-owned. 
So they already have a foot in. But I don't see it like a big deal. The Russians in Albania, I don't think so. I am really fearful that the situation will go from now on into the the bad and worse because of the criminality, not just mm. Russia or uh, Turkey or Italy or somebody. If we don't have a really firm uh, hand of the EU in Albania, you will see that the people will be like, okay, they don't want us, so let's find some something else and let's go back where we were. Tritan, what about what about associate membership of some kind? Do you think that the EU should be looking at some kind of pre-membership organization or pre-membership arrangement between the EU, say, and some of the Balkan states so that they can kind of have a, a lean-in before they join? Would that work? Uh, I think that will be the perfect situation because mm-hmm. uh, if I can tell you, the Albanians don't care much about the name. They just want to come to Europe and find a job and study or do something. And are they in the customs and, union at the moment? Uh, no, it's, it's like uh, we have some kind of a relationship between mm-hmm. Albania and the EU on the customs, but it's not a full uh, custom union. And... Uh, if you give to my people, let's say, the right to come and to work and study, they will not ask, will will not ask for a full membership, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because. So, do you, so you think customs union, single market membership would probably be the best thing at the moment for Albania? Yes, I think so. I think so. And what would be, what in your opinion, is going to be the next stage now? I can tell you that we have. Uh, we are without a judiciary system now. We have no uh, no high court, no constitutional court. So you have now, by now, about 42,000 cases hanging with nowhere to go. So it means that the case that is... Uh, that is coming, let's say, today from the, the first instant court will have to await about 15 years for the high court. Mm. So you have some cases that are accumulated from 10 years, and I don't really know how we will get out of this, because the amount of the injustice that has been done to my people with the help of EU is enormous. Mm-hmm. Okay, so how do we convince, let's say... France and, and Holland and Denmark to change the mind and say, look, we need to allow North Macedonia and Albania in the EU because they would benefit uh, Europe. How uh, if we allow this the Western Bar- Balkans in? Uh, but let me tell you, I think that the best approach is the 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 approach that has been taken by the Germans. Mm-hmm. They have have said that they will put the money where their mouth is. So. Mm-hmm. If you want to make the people happy, they need only the people uh, uh, need need only a few things. They need a need a job, a house, and a doctor. If uh, let's say EU helps with these things for a nation that is just two million, it's nothing. It's is uh, like like an, a small part of London. So it's like 
this big deal of of Albania getting in and uh, like Albania is going to bring to Europe something wrong, something bad, is just a mask. I don't see it as a real thing. So if you want to make sure that the Balkans is going to be stable and happy, the let's say EU has to take one single up approach, has to buy out the happiness. There is a lot of money now going around, okay? And instead of saying that Albanians have to do this and that and this and that, it would be nice if uh, EU puts the, uh, the money where their mouth is and come in and does not let the Turks to come in or mm -hmm. the Russians and so, everybody else. So invest in the country, in other words. Yeah, that's the point. And, if and invest you don't in the give people. The people a job mm. and the future and happiness is not going to ask any longer about this. It's going to find its way on on some something else. And I'm I'm really sad to tell you that each time the Albanians make their mind up to do something, they do it. They don't care much. So uh, I can tell you. At this moment, you have in Albania a nation that is split in two. One that hates the uh, the health, the 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 opposition hates the people that are in power, and vice versa. If they won't find something that will will keep both both sides, uh, let's say, busy. Mm -hmm. The people will go on doing the same wrong things. We will still go on to elect the same people on the power that are thieves and mafia people. So I don't see another way of this apart from investment. Mm -hmm. Nothing else will work. So the plan is as much as you want. Invest in invest in Albania and, and and Albanian people will invest in the EU. Yeah, that's the point. I don't think giving money. That's not the thing. I mm. want uh, if we have to build two thousand hotels in mm. our mm. Uh, seaside, let the Germans come in. Okay, <laughs> let's use them for twenty years. As long and as they, as long we, as they make sure they don't take the the seats in the morning and put their towels. Yeah, on them. that's the point. <laughs> what I'm saying, I don't care who is putting the money in i just don't want to build mosques yeah yeah i want to build hotels and roads and wi-fi net networks and things like this saying that Al albanians have to make sure that they are a nation of order is nothing is uh, is this thing I think that the uh, the things that you hear from Macron and his uh, his people are so detached from a reality that I cannot understand them. Do you think that the Albania was a victim of internal uh, European or French or uh, Dutch uh, politics and uh, interests that they themselves are in trouble and somehow they had to take it on somebody, maybe a power struggle between France and Germany or a Brexit affecting their public opinion in all those countries and uh, maybe what happened, the, the cri economic crisis or we cannot, or the migrant crisis and how... People went uh, through the Balkans into uh, Northern Europe, and maybe that affected as well. 
Yeah, but I can t- tell you this: How many people from uh, Syria came uh, in uh, in in France and Germany through Albania? None. None. The borders of Albania has been locked out. No Syrians, no Afghanis, nothing. So if 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 they will ask us that you haven't done your uh, your job to to hold your border for the EU, this is a big lie. They are saying that a few Albanians come into Europe for a better life is a bad thing. No, I don't think it is a bad thing. Because the Albanians that come here in Europe do not go on and being doctors and teachers. They go on and clean the bathrooms. Mm-hmm. So this thing of the of the Albanians coming in and doing something that is just a rhetoric of the far right and nothing else. And you and you hear some something else that I want to stress. You hear in France and Belgium and Holland, the Albanian mafia, it doesn't exist. There is no such thing as an Albanian mafia. There are people who do bad stuff and uh, groups of people, but there is no mafia on the sense of mafia, like the Italians or the Spanish or something. So there's no crime syndicate, is that what you mean? No, it doesn't exist. You hang one of them and everybody else goes away. Then then mm. a new uh, uh, and then a new team of of smart guys come in and take over and this is how it is done. Mm. Okay. But saying the the Albanian mafia 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 it has made the people like I I want to tell you a uh, uh, a story. I started uh, to do an interview a few a few months back, and there were were eighteen people there around me, and I asked them. They didn't know me, and I told them, "What do you think if I tell you that I'm from Albania?" Each of them said, "Oh, mafia." So the first thing in Belgium when you say Albania, that comes to the to the people's mind is mafia. So how do we change that image? How can we help Albanian government or Albanian people? What should the Albanian government do to change that image that uh, the country has in Europe, so the Europeans can be a bit more friendly towards Albania and oh, allow it in? I, I think uh, the Euro- the Albanian government is a kind of a mafia. So if I, I I would not hang my hopes on on them, the the, uh, the I will ask for the, let's say, EU countries to do something else. The first thing to to let Al- to let Albanians in, to go study and for uh, health reasons or work, then you don't have to deal with the Albanian government. You just deal with the Albanians. And we are good people. We work and we... You can say that th- there are some bad people people on us, but uh, there are bad who people everywhere. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So, but I can t- tell you something that is that was really surprising. I I asked in Belgium how many Albanians are in jail, 
and the the person who spoke to me said if you see the report between the Albanians that live in Belgium and there that are in jail, you are the last nation. Mm-hmm. The number of Albanians in proportion to the the Albanians that live in Belgium is really small. Well, just while you're on that subject, tell me about your organization that you're running in, in Belgium, the Albanian Citizens Club. Is that one of the reasons why you set that organization up or was it originally set up in Albania? I uh, set it up in Albania when mm-hmm. I was a full-time news person. And uh, now here I uh, saw that there is, an, there is no way to, to do something if you don't have a voice, but a single person is not going to do anything. And you have to be recognized as an, as, as an association to get in and do lobbying in the EU institutions. Mm-hmm. The first reason. The second is uh, we need need a voice as a nation. And you don't have in Belgium any voice because the uh, because we are afraid to stay with each other. And this is the uh, worst thing that we feel now. It is like if you see an Albanian uh, near you, you go away. I mean, we th- fear you- each other. You mean for what? the the Belgians are afraid of? No, no, no. Oh. The Albanians oh. don't want to deal with Albanians uh-huh. because okay. you have such a bad name at the moment that that you say don't deal with one of your people because if if two of them if two of us come together, somebody else will think that they are mafia. So what does your what does your group do to bring people together? What we are we have applied to to take the badges to go into the European Parliament and listen and do lobby. Mm-hmm. The first thing we started to help the Albanian writers and poets coming here and showing their books and uh, mm-hmm. works and uh, let's say artists of all kinds. And uh, the most important thing we want to push some legis legislation to take the truth on it so we want to ask uh, the european parliament and the belgian parliament to make it not right to say to say albanian mafia for us uh, let's uh, start with this so you want to remove the stereotypes in other words yeah Yeah. let's not say this thing anymore Mm -hmm. just this nothing else and you get some support from albania government in your organization or it's completely okay it's just us is there a membership fee uh we have a membership fee of 50 euros but Mm -hmm. uh till now we have not applied anything because some of our members are not uh, in the position sure. to pay, so we don't uh, don't want to push it. But uh, when the people come in and help, that's enough as a membership fee. So, how, how many members does yeah. your organization have at the moment? So at the moment, we have uh, registered hundred and eighty-six or eighty-seven, something like that. That are full members that can vote and and do things like this. But let's say, as I said, we do not accept all people coming in. Yeah, we just want p- people who can contrib contrib contribute and they have a long time goal. So we don't want to have a, like a small fire going on and then turn it off and going away. 
So the most of the members that we have are still in Albania. They are journalists and lawyers and people like this. So it's like a network more than a a club. So each time that I need something or they need something on the goals that we have, we join uh, the forces and we do something. So is there uh, any way? Is there a way that people can get in touch with you, Dritan, or is there a website? Yeah. Yeah, there is uh, a website. It's called the Albanian Citizens Club dot EU, mm-hmm. and like the full name dot EU. And uh, we are building the site now. Okay, so it's under construction, yeah. but people can it's it's, it's yeah. there for people to bookmark. In other yeah, words, yeah, but uh, they have an email there, and they can. Uh, All right, cool. Ask, uh, yeah, so they so, can they can shout to you via the website to get in touch if they're interested. Yeah. Great. Are you okay. in comparison with any other Albanian communities all over Europe, or are you just yourselves in Belgium? Yes, yes, we we have a connection with a few organizations. Most of them are cultural organizations, like uh, the organizations about the writers and the painters, and uh, we have a few organizations that deal with human rights and a few a couple of. Ma- magazines that are published uh, one in Italy and one in the United States so the network is getting wider but we don't have a single goal that's what I say so I'm focusing at the moment my energy into a single goal which is and and this goal is to repair our name okay we cannot do much but we can show to this, uh, this, uh, this let's say, world that we have good people like everybody else, that we have artists and, and uh, writers and actors. And uh, I can t- tell you a few names that you would not imagine that are Albanians. But let's focus on these people and not on the bad ones. Okay. And uh, do you uh, deal with issues that the local Albanian community has? Maybe a discrimination or uh, what else you, you focus on, but from cultural and um, rebranding Albanian as a nation in the EU? Well, let me, let, me, let me give you an example. Please. This association that we formed here uh, uh, needed a bank account, okay? Mm-hmm. Because we are registered with a uh, VAT number and everything else. Till now, three banks have refused to open a bank account. Okay. Because of your nationality? Or? Because they say this is not our... our uh, you don't... Uh, you, you are not part of the target uh, group that we have. This is a stupid thing. It's not just... If you see Albanian in Belgium, the name Albanian is a bad name. And that's why we put it on the name of, of our association. So the people can get used to, to it. That we are not just thieves and pimps and drug dealers. But you have to fight. And this is every day. This is from morning to the night time. So... Each time that you go somewhere and do something and uh, I'm so fed up of this that I told my friends that we need to affront this. We need to go with the head up high and say that we are Albanians and we are not pimps. We are not thieves and we are not 
uh, killers. And this is the main goal that I have now and the people around me have. We need to reclaim our name as the oldest nation in this old continent. Because the Albanians have been here from 10,000 years. And not to call ourselves let's say, Europeans, it's like a shame. It's like, a, who is, is then, then if, we, if we are not the Europeans? Who else is? That's true. Dritan, thank you very much for uh, joining us tonight. And we'll keep an eye on your organization. And like I said, the best of luck in getting that organized. We've been talking to Dritan Kricic. Is that how we say your name? Did I get that Kici. right? <laughs> My apologies on that one. <laughs> Coming from an Irishman, that wasn't a bad go, I think. <laughs> no, that's okay. And I want to ask your forgiveness because I'm really passionate about my goals and I really feel like having a bad name as a nation is the worst thing that you can have. Oh well look come on we Irish had to deal with that for many many centuries and I'm sure Christos will tell you a little bit about that every every nation has its issues but look if, when you have people like you um, pushing away and fighting away Albania's got, got a good strong guy in, your, in their corner so look best of luck with that organisation as I say we, we'll, we'll make sure that we get this podcast out and we'll give you a bit of support uh, so we've been talking to Jitan and guys if you want to get back onto our website our website is europeunited.eu we also have a facebook page europeunited.eu and our twitter is europeunited.eu this has been episode 15 of europe united's euro chat my name has been ken sweeney and my name is christos musavidis thank you very much for listening to us tonight goodbye